Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get all your football news as it breaks with Football Flash. Hello and welcome back to Monday Night Masturbate. I'm Terry Fluers. I am back from my holidays. Back fresher than ever. Man United are still in trouble. They're still in trouble. Jose Mourinho is still in charge. I literally flew to the other side of the world for over a week and nothing... Ch- actually, we had a great comeback during that time. Yeah, that was yeah, a yeah. result, Brilliant. Actually. We now have the international break upon us. We want to hear from you tonight on this show. 0203-606-0315. Remember, we are sponsored by a great footballing app called Flash. Football Flash, not Flash Football. Football Flash. Download it. The information is in the description below. If you want all the latest football news, they're really great because they literally pull the best news from multiple sources all over the internet into one place. That's easy to find for you. So make sure you download that and give it a go. I'm joined in the studio by my main men from the Football Banter Show and, of course, Have Hope Football Hut. Yep. That's it. I got the name right there. <laughs> bit of Devo, a bit of a Double H. How are you doing, gentlemen? Very good. good man. Very good. Always pleased to be here. I appreciate that. Flipping refreshed, man. How have you been coping during the international break? You know what? Like, as much as I would fear this, again, I was happy to see... Well, not so happy, but sort of like, you know, it was good to see Nigeria play against Libya, so that's a bit of a a local thing. The Netherlands-Germany game was a very good game. Mm -hmm. That was a very good game, and I think that game has... There there are a lot of talking points that you could really extrapolate from that game as well. And also, the the whole um, England-Croatia behind closed doors... So the, that was hard to watch. The Rashford. Mm. But I don't think the game was as bad as people make it out to be. No, it's because we're not used to watching that level of football with no atmosphere. Yeah, the atmosphere helps. Did you, did you, did you know what it was? I watch football without any sound because I don't like the, the commentary. <laughs> because I, because, cause, cause I, I, I hate the commentary. So, so, so it's fine. Yeah. So a when I watch without sound... A lot of people mm. comment on here saying you're a bit strange and eccentric. And yeah. I think you've just there you go. That. Confirmed Actually, it. But it's not a bad... You know, we were talking about doing that in here once. About saying... What we should do is someone should go into another room, mm. watch the game with commentary, and we'll watch it in here with no with no commentary. Mm. And then at the end of it, we compare who we think, and we don't go on social media, nothing. We say who had good games and bad games yeah. and who's trending, and then that person tells us what's actually going on. Yeah. And whether or not it's the commentators influences what the public think mm. more than we realise, and we're going to do that experiment. So that yeah. does make a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, the international break's almost over. We know England are playing right now. Current score is nil-nil. Espana. Game against, mm-hmm. yes, Spain. Um, and we're going to be talking about a few subjects. International base, some of it obviously Premier League base. Right at the end of the show, we are going to be previewing Chelsea versus Manchester United this coming Saturday. Of Big course, we're covering it on Fan Park Live as well. Um, but the first talking point we're going to jump into, if um, Abs could start capturing this for us, that'd be brilliant. I don't know if he's listening. <laughs> he's going to capture this for us. Uh, Abby. Hello. Oh, Abs. Cooey. Mr. Abs. Abs, are you listening? Can you capture this for us? <laughs> Cheers, brother. 
it's being done. First little talking point. We're going to keep it international based, and we want we want you viewers to um, uh, comment and let us know what you think. But we are going to debate and thrash out over the next mm. ten minutes the top five best French Premier League players of all time. Yes. And yes. I think before we go into that, I think number one. Mm. We've already it's a given. Yeah, 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 number one is Thierry Henry, yeah. right? Yeah. Anyone has anything different, so, yeah, they're crazy. Number one is Facts. Thierry Henry. We are not budging on that. But yeah. if you want to phone up and put your viewpoints in to say Obertan is the best, <laughs> one of the best, any other any other top five rottles, give us a call um, on 0203 306 David Bellion. You remember him? Oh, David Bellion. Gabriel Obertan. He did his first interview with the English press when he signed for Man United, and he actually said, "I don't know why I'm here. I'm just Mr. Average." And then thinking, wow! Like we just sold Cristiano Ronaldo, and we bought that guy. We bought that guy, but anyway, everyone buys him. No, he did alright at Newcastle. He was, was there for a while, wasn't he? Player? Was it? Was it in David Ungog? Yeah. Oh, oh he was Jesus. trash. <laughs> yeah, he was trash. Just to take me back, man. Just yeah. to some like. God, there's been some bad ones. Average. So who would be? I don't know. number one. Who would be your top five? I have hope. Often also Henri. Oh wow! Sterling's just scored his first goal for England in three years, and it is an absolute beauty. It's an <laughs> oh my absolute God. beauty. He's... Go on, Raheem Sterling. Go on, Raheem. Sterling scored. Yeah, Raheem, go on, Raheem. Raheem Sterling. No way. Beauty. I'm going to turn my. We are going to carry on with this debate in a minute. Keep it <laughs> yeah. recording, please. Oh, no. Abs. Let's have a look What's at this. this goal? So we, I can't show you lot because we'll get shut down. Rashford with the pass. Oh, great ball. Control. Was he on? Was he on side? Bang! Oh, great great move, man. Was that... he on side? He looked offside. He's onside. He Let's have a look. Let's on have a look. Yeah, he's onside. He's just he's about. Off. No VAR. Yeah. Here we go. Plays it through, Ooh. controls it. Bang. What a finish Great from finish. Sterling. Great finish. That's that, the kind of I'm finish that he's been putting in at Man City. I'm happy for him. You know, he deserves, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He deserves that. that. Oh, that's a good finish. Yeah. Brilliant, Top goal. Corner, yeah. Brilliant goal. Wow. But yes, your top five French Premier League players. Listen to me That's what's like. I thrown me off by Sterling. So basically. Bought you some time as well. Henri, Vieira, Kansi. Um. Perez. Desai was on the way down when mm. he came. Mm. So I would probably have to say. No, Eric Cantona. You know what? He was still. No, Bates. Bates was. Bates Eric Cantona. Bartes. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> do, 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 do you know why? Be, be, wow. because, do you know why? Because like he's older. Because Cantona never played for the French national team. That I always forget mm. that he's French. So because of, I, I just look at him as that's just Cantona. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. Even, I don't even see I him as French. That's mm. just Cantona who's from Cantona. See, Bartes. Even if Cantona wasn't French, Bartes. Really? Bartes was for me. I said Bartes is Over the Macaleli? Who's was McLeod at his best for Dem Chelsea? Who do you think? Mm. Who, who, so who obviously, Omri Vieira. Mm. Um, Kante, I'm, I'm a bit hesitant to put Kante just because it's so, it's so now and I always have this kind of thing of when I mean, are you going to put... Who are you going to put no, about put, Kante? Perez, but that's no. also bias. No. Um, so I'll go Kante, Perez uh, and my number five will be Kante now. That would, that would be my top five. Okay. It's, Special shouts, um, Will Todd. I was gonna, that guy no, was my, clutch. My special mention would have been Anelka. Actually, because Anelka, he had a pretty good career at Arsenal. Do you know what? He did well with Liverpool, Chelsea, but, Bolton. But he did he, well for Bolton. He, he messed up. I think there's a lot of bad mm. with the good. And the bad comes after the good. Yeah. So the, the the last memory you have of him is mm. bad. You yeah. know, so, I, I kind of get yeah. that. I think, do you know what? I, I feel like Nicholas Anelka, if he had a, if he had a better attitude, if he had Henri's attitude, 
Oh, he'd have been a superstar. If he had, yeah. if he had Kante's attitude... He would have been one of, one of the best you know strikers. Someone like Eric Cantona had a bad attitude at times in football because he could be aggressive, he could mm. get sent off. Mm. But in terms of, I'm talking winning mentality, working for your team, yeah. I don't feel like Anelka had that. No, but, no, 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 but, but see, Cantona's attitude helped him. And Anelka's attitude didn't help him. Like, I think Cantona needed that arrogance and that swagger to mm. help him in the way that he played his football because yeah. his football was was very arrogant. See, so mine, mine's a little different to yours. So Thierry Henry is in there. It'll be at, mm. for me. It'll be at number one. Patrick Vieira definitely in. Yeah. Mm. Eric Cantona in there. David Ginola. That's a, I yeah. loved wow, him as a, yeah. uh, to watch him as a player. Well, both at Newcastle and at Spurs, one. he was absolute quality. Mm-hmm. And then I'm literally torn between Makaleli and Patrice Evra. And I just feel what Patrice ever did for Man United at left Ever? back. Yeah, no, Ever, a good one. He was, for me, he's, if he's Man United's best ever left back in the Premier League, and Man United up until right now are still the most successful Premier mm. League team ever, mm. he fits in, in, into that yeah. for me. So I would go with Evra, Ginola, Cantona, yeah. Vieira, Thierry Henry. Maybe in that order as well. Mm. Like I know a lot of Man United fans have put Cantona on top. I just feel Joe Cantona. Like I know why he retired early. If he'd have carried on for another two or three years at that level, he could have become been number one. But like Henri and, and Vieira did it for so many years. How, how many me. seasons did Cantona actually have in, in the Premier League? Because well, he had one at Leeds, didn't he? Yeah, I think mm. he. I think he had like four or five. Yeah, he had four or five. And also, mm. like, it's harder for me. Like his earlier year, like 92, 93, 94... I was so young, I don't quite remember yeah, it as much as I Obviously, so was I. I just don't quite remember it as much, but that, that yeah. would be my top five. But um, yeah, that's who I would go with yeah. in, in, in terms of that. Um, but there's been, we have been, we've been blessed with some top-class French players oh, in the yeah. Premier League. No no no, yeah. no, no, no. I think, no, no. I mean, Ginola was like, I would still put Scant ahead of Ginola. But Ginola, again, like Wilson is a special mention because Ginola, I think his spark was small, but very powerful. Again, mm. like if Newcastle, I think if Newcastle had won the league in that season, like he went crazy, yeah. I think we would remember him a lot well, more fondly. I think Ginola got Player of the Year in 1999. So instead, like you, you would have For thought that like a Man United player would have won that mm. because they yeah. had done the treble, won the league. But actually, I think David Ginola won like Player of the Year in 99. He was a very, very good player. He was a and great then as you player. mentioned, like Desailly, like Desailly and mm. uh, Laurent Blanc and these, but they all came a little bit later yeah. on in their careers when they were probably past their Pete. their best. Yeah. But Still, you know, you've got you've got Hugo Lloris that's here now yep. as an example. Yep. I mean, Koscielny, I know he's, he's finished now, but he, he, was, he was one of the best yeah. defenders in the Premier League. I actually Prince. had an argument with someone on Twitter about this this morning. <laughs> I said there was a period of time where he was the best centre-back in the league. No. And people laughed at me. There was. He's, he's never if you go been back the, 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 end, the end of 2012 to the beginning of 2014, he was probably the best centre-back in the league. We went through a period where when him and Mertesacker played together, they started, I think it was 27, 28 games. Uh, they conceded like six goals or something like that. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous um, how how good that partnership was at the time, and most of that was Koscielny, because Mertesacker, as good as he was a defender, he always had his limitations. Mm-hmm. Koscielny mopped up everything in that time period. I remember Jamie Carragher saying, Jamie Carragher saying, he's the best centre back in the league on that on that form. Koscielny. Yeah, I think as well at that time, before anyone says, I think Company was injured at that time as well. Oh. <laughs> but I do think Koscielny was the best centre-back in the league What's also the time. going to be an interesting part of the debate is in another five years' time, ten years' time, because you do have, you, you put Kante in there already. If he continues at Chelsea for the next three or four years in this vein, he'll be fighting to get in there. Mm. You've also got, no one's mentioned him, but you've got Paul Pogba, who right now, he's not consistent enough to be in that. So when you think mm. about the five... Five, six, seven that we've all put in uh, cumulatively mm. across yeah. our top fives. Pogba for me doesn't get any of those individuals yet on a consistency. Mm. There, there mm. are games 
Like when you think up that he's played in, we think, right, he's up there with them. But again, if he can find consistency, yeah. it probably means Jose Mourinho having to leave. Um, mm. but because the talent is there. Oh, the talent is definitely there. In some respects, when I look at him, he's got, he's got the ability to be a better player than... Patrick Vieira because he can also create and score goals on a yeah. regular basis than Vieira. Mm. No, 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 because he's got a lot more flair than like, Vieira had never had. Yeah, mm. and that always and that always stands out more in your yeah. mind. Like if Pogba Pogba scored a few good goals in the Premier League, if he can you know score those, and I think that's what always helps on Rui as great as he was as a player. There's so many iconic moments, moments yeah. mm. and like, Patrick Vieira like dominated games and helped win you mm. games. But the so many games where Vieira could be man of the match, it will be Thierry Henry that stole the show with a, with a great goal. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I mean, that stands out in your mind. It's, it's like for me not. Andre is the best player ever in the Premier League, hands down. Yeah, I was like that. All, all, all over. Like, there's no player that has been better overall than Andre. No one. I get that. Um, thank you for capturing that for us, Abs. And then we'll take this call that we can capture that as well. There we go. Well, Liverpool fan who's coming on, see who he thinks should be in the top five, and then we're going to change the subject to something else. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Uh, it's Rack. What's your name, Rack? Yeah. Hello, Rack. What do you want to say, mate? Um, yeah, you. I saw your comment about um, our Liverpool fans hypocrites. We haven't actually discussed that subject as of yet. Do you have any idea of what it is we are referring to? Uh, I presume it's the tackle by Lovren on Sterling. Oh, yeah. yes, it is, yeah. sir. And it isn't so much the tackle. I'm, 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 well, I'm well enough informed about that. Okay, yeah, so I, I, find, I find it a little bit hypocritical of Liverpool fans, and you're talking big Liverpool Twitter, Twitter and social media accounts, praising and glorifying that nasty tackle from Dejan Lovren on Raheem Sterling, when these were the same fans who put out petitions against um, Ramos. Ser- Ramos. Uh, Ramos. Well, well, crying first, about Ramos. First of all, we don't actually know, don't actually know who, who put that Twitter, that... Um... Let's even say I agree with you. Let's say a Man United fan made it up. Liverpool well, let's accounts... Let's just say we don't know. Let's, okay, just, say we let's, don't know. let's just say they did. Let's just say I did it. Yeah. Liverpool accounts... <laughs> Liverpool right. accounts... Are you claiming responsibility, sorry? I, I will. I'll do an ISIS <laughs> thing here and I'll claim responsibility. <laughs> but Liverpool right, accounts and Liverpool fans were still retweeting it and sharing it and signing it. So the point is, is they cried their eyes out like little babies over Ramos no. in Mo, Mo, um, Mo Salah. But yet, the, the, I want to know why it's. I want to know why they find it correct and right and decent and and and, and have any moral standings within football to then praise a bad tackle from one of their own players on Raheem Sterling. Okay, let's let's just talk about a couple of things first. Okay, um, people are hypocrites. Football fans are hypocrites. Human beings are hypocrites. People are hypocrites. At the same time, you can't say that all Liverpool fans are hypocrites. Of course, some people are. Personally, I think that type was pretty disgusting. Um, despite the, the way that Sterling left Liverpool, um, I don't really hold any ill feeling towards him, to be honest. He, he fulfilled most of his contract. Um, he always played very well and, and did his best. Obviously, there's a contract dispute. I, don't, I haven't got a problem with that. The tackle was bad. And um, I think anybody who is sensible and is glorifying that, I don't, I don't agree with. Um, I think that's out of order, personally. Um, but, you know, people are hypocrites. Football fans are amongst the biggest of hypocrites. You know, Man United fans have always been talking about, you know, Liverpool, we talk about is our history. But obviously, you know, history has now become all of a sudden a big, uh, a big talking point for Man United fans. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just human nature. You know, we say in the Western world, 
um, is the peaceful um, and democratic part of the world. But, you know, we've been involved in more wars than anybody else. Obviously, that's going into a different subject. So only slightly. It's just part, part <laughs> of, being, of, being, of being a human. So, you, but, so just to confirm, you do agree with me that Liverpool fans in this instance are being hypocrites? I agree that any Liverpool fan who glorifies what uh, the tackle that Lovren put in is out of order. Thank well, you. Look, Thank you. your call. Thank you very, very much, Thank my you. friend. See, that's that. That's what basically, if more fans came up and were able to do that, that would be good. Because, again, I think, obviously, knowing that you're a very sensible guy, you didn't obviously mean all Liverpool fans. But the key thing is that the side thing, it could be a majority. Yeah. And if it's a majority, it is fair enough to say Liverpool fans, mm. blah, 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 because, because the, the, the minority just don't have well, a voice well, as powerful as the majority. Alone. Just on Twitter alone. So the first account I saw was by a guy called uh, Tim Bolton, who's a Liverpool fan. Mm. And this guy himself, as an individual, and just to give you an idea, okay, this guy's got 14,000 followers, right? He's, he's put the picture out saying, go on, Dejan lad, with a little winky face. It's had like 1,400 people like it. There's another big Liverpool account that I'm not going to promote on here. I don't want to give him any, mm. any more time or attention. They are huge. They... You know, mm. They have a YouTube channel. They've got 100,000 followers. It's like 7,000 Liverpool fans have liked it. So, okay, they've got millions of fans out there, and I understand that completely. But this is thousands of them that are like it. That's, that's a big enough number for me mm. to turn around and say that, that's a big enough percentage of Liverpool fans that are glorifying that, that are laughing at it, that are cheering at it. And do you know what is funny? Because Raheem Sterling is also probably the most veered and... and, and uh, Maligned. Maligned, Maligned yeah. England player out there right now. And it all stemmed from the way Liverpool fans treated him when he left for that contract dispute. The way they booed him. It then translated other clubs and treated him badly. Yeah. And ever since that moment, he has been hounded and dogged by the media. And, you know, from Liverpool's point of view, it's like, I think what they've done to him is disgraceful. And, you know, they're glorifying a bad tackle on him. It could have broke his leg. It could have broke his ankle. It was a horrible it challenge. It's a good thing. And, yeah. and, and for me, I ain't got no time for that from any... And look, it just so happens to be Liverpool fans. But if, if Man United fans like, next week mm. started defending their own player who committed a racial offence, I would call them hypocrites because of how we felt over Suarez and, and Patrice Evra. This isn't an attack on Liverpool specifically, but this this instant it, involved Liverpool and, fans. And, and also, yeah. I think the key thing yeah. is that fans have to, like... You can't be too tribalistic. Sometimes there are things that matter more than your club, and sometimes your principles and and, and morals mm-hmm. mean more more than your your, your flipping you club. Ha- you, so, as you said, you have to be objective. You have to you you, you have to be a fan. And, of and, and people find it hard to be objective, which is the, the the issue. And that's where the tribalistic comes into it. And it's a thing of you you have to be a fan of football and a fan of your club at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, if, well. if something goes Re- wrong, is he scored right. again? He scores! It's 2-0! What great play, great play by, by, uh, by the best striker in the world, Harry Kane. To set him up. And then Rashford make it 2-0 against Spain! As he made for it. England! What's going on with the air? Don't... I can't do nothing about this one either. And oh, Rashford, wow. all the stick Rashford's been getting because he didn't score the other day. He did oh, well today. I can't, I can't actually believe that. Watch, he's got two counter-attack goals. Watch England are goal. winning this, this game with that midfield. Harry Kane holding the ball up. Holding the ball up. What a ball. In. And then bang! What oh, a ball! Was that Harry Kane with that pass? But, uh, see, this this replay doesn't show. Oh the my gosh! That, the build-up play from Harry Kane was amazing. How did he even see that? Harry Kane's that's an unbelievable bro. pass. Harry Kane's a baller. He can play. Yeah, that's, a nice yeah, pass that's an unbelievable pass. pass. And do you know with Rashford, do you know what I think he did better? Great no finish. time to think. Yeah. He, he had to control one step yeah. shot. Great finish. That's when he's at his best. There we go. Wow, I can't believe that. And a, and a goal for Rashford. Wow, can't believe we're beating quality. Spain with that midfield. Absolute quality. But, but, but you know what it is? is Winks, that, Dyer and Barkley. And that's the issue with spin and that system. It's that high line. 
if you can, you don't even have to have a really good mm. midfielder. If you can just expose that highland by playing quick, direct mm. passes, and also especially with the speed of Rashford and Sterling, you can you can hold yeah. them. The thing is, that's what when England played Croatia in the in the, in the semi final, the one thing that went wrong in that game, and like, I don't want to attack him overly, but like Jordan Henderson, you, you went, there was, someone put a montage together. The amount of times he had the ball. Henderson and, is trash. And there were passes that he could have played. He's trash. Ways. He could have put. He could have put balls mm. into people where we could have held mm. it up and then had the runners like that there. Because mm. what that goal doesn't happen unless Harry Kane. He controlled the ball well. Turn. He held it up. A good turn and pass. But if you don't find him from midfield with that pass, doesn't happen. He he, mm. he can't control it, yeah. and then the runners can't run off of him. And that's where England went wrong in that mm. game. Mm. And today we've done it brilliantly twice now. Mm. Um, but great, great day, man. I'm not, I'm not basically if they can the, if they can hold this results, man. That's a huge that's a huge result. result yeah. And also in Spain as well. Yeah, in yeah, Spain, yeah. Spain. England, yeah. I think that they're the first two players to score in Spain since Gary Lineker did it in like the mid '80s. That's wow, a long time. <laughs> that is a long yeah, time. Man. Another counter attack on here. Harry Kane can hold it up. He does. Oh, Raheem Sterling's pass was poor, but. You know, we, we can forgive him that. But look, no, 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 because man, I'll be brutal with you. I, um, it's free versus free. I've got, we've got to turn it around again here. Hold on. Can, oh, hold on. Harry. Turn. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh. He's offside, he's isn't offside. he? He's offside. Wow, he's offside. Good football. Wow. No, 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 but, but you're tearing him apart. Because for me, like, I had my doubts about Southgate. Because I was about to say that, you know what? Is Southgate really, let me see, can Southgate really get this team to really be attacking and positive? If this, let's just see what happens in this thing. Because if this result holds, man, this is a huge result. Because the guys always say that, you know, okay, who did England really beat at the World Cup, really? You know, they didn't really face against tough yeah. opposition. This is like the best of the best. Yeah. So, in, 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 in their compound. So the, the problem that England had, especially in the World Cup, was they had no one creative in the middle to carry the ball or, the, or the to... The middle to, is the weakest point of England. To splice. But I think Ross Barkley has that in his locker. I'm not saying he's the finished article and he's, he's, a, yeah. he's on great form, but he has the ability to carry the ball... To, to pick a pass, mm. he has that ability. If he could get Wilshire the best form out of him. Fits. That's what uh, was... Let's forget about Wilshire. <laughs> yeah, if it was fit. When England played them at yeah. Wembley, though, a few weeks ago, there, there was mm. a last minute header by Danny Welbeck that should have stood. Yeah. We should have drew with him then yeah. as well. Like, we, we got yeah. beat on paper, but we, we should have had a goal that stood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, we spoke about, look, if Liverpool fans want to ring us and talk to us about why you're potentially not um, hypocrites um, over this day, Jan Lover and Tackle and Raheem Sterling, who has scored a wonderful goal tonight against Spain. Uh, good luck to the lad. We want to hear from you on 0203-606-0135. Next subject. So, your Twitter account, the old football banter show. Yep. And obviously, I know yourself, uh, Double H, you guys have you know, your um, Have Hope. Uh, hope meets, hope meets banter. banter show yeah. every week. Check that out. There's a poll on their account right now that talks about... Oh, okay, yeah. we've got a little bit of fun on the line. We're yes. going to jump into that call one second before we go into that call. Um... There's a poll running. We're looking at the best player outside of a top six team. And the four contenders that we want to hear from you, and we're going to debate after this mm. call, is Arnautovic, Wilfred Zaha, Matinho of Wolves, and Neves of Wolves. So we want to hear and know what you guys think about that. We've got another Liverpool fan on the phone. It'll be interesting to see what this person has to say. Here we go. All right. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? My name's Fizzy. 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 Fizzy Drink. Yeah. As in, as in... Fizzy Drink. Are you Fizzy, bro? <laughs> yeah. How you doing, mate? You're a Liverpool fan, right? Yeah, I'm a Liverpool fan. I've been listening to you, um, what you guys have been saying about Sterling. And I've seen the heat that he's been getting on Twitter uh, from most Liverpool fans. And they're celebrating uh, Lovren's tackle on him. And to be honest, it was a reckless tackle. We should have got red for it. And I, I just don't like that. Uh, obviously um, 
uh, Liverpool fans have short memories. Like I'm a Liverpool fan myself, but what he did for us, um, you can't forget that because from 2012 to 2015, he was one of our best players. And even when Suarez left the season after, he actually stepped up. And he was only 19 then, and he was doing, and he made his debut at 17. So what he did for us, um, we can't forget that. But Liverpool fans tend to forget that. Liverpool were a club back then before Jurgen Klopp came in, in which there was a lack of investment, um, there was poor choices in terms of transfers, where the Suarez money went. And he was actually one player that stepped up and showed how good he was. And I'm so happy for him that he's actually fulfilling his potential with uh, Man City and Pep Guardiola. And And every young player wants to fulfill their potential and compete for trophies. And he's doing that at Man City. And even when he came to Anfield the other week, he's still getting booed, like, just move on from it. And, yeah, mm. what happened uh, with the whole Salah thing, some Liverpool fans didn't forget about it till this day. Even now I'm seeing comments saying, oh, look at Ramos, he's a quiet baby, this, that. At the end of the day, you know, mm. Salah gets injured. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Injuries happen in football, that's that. Well, Spain are getting beaten up now, right now, <laughs> by, by England 2-0. <laughs> I'm sure if we went through Twitter, we could find... There'll be lots of prominent Liverpool accounts and Liverpool fans posting Going pictures Ramos. of Ramos yep. laughing at him. In fact, they were probably cheering. I mean, it must be really weird for Liverpool fans. Is you've got Raheem Sterling scoring <laughs> yeah, 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 a goal yeah. past um, <laughs> yeah. Ramos. Like, who, who mm. do they boo the most? Yeah. And look, I, I, I really appreciate you coming on here and being... Honest. Uh, honest, yeah. Honest, yeah, as a gentleman said about and it. Another thing I just want to say as well is Raheem Sterling left to win titles and he's done that. And I think you so can't. He's, you can't he's justified, so you yeah. can't hate him. But at the same yeah. time, what I don't understand about Liverpool fans is Raheem Sterling said what he said, and maybe he shouldn't have done the interview, and that would have got your backs up. That's mm. fine. But you literally tapped up Virgil Van Dyke at Southampton, and it was investigated. Is that yeah. not worse? Do you know what so I mean? That what, is um, the not, tapping up. That yeah, we no did one says anything about Dyke. that. Yeah, exactly. What 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 they? You know, it's one of those things to me. I don't like players that speak out about potentially moving on when they're at a club. So I don't agree with no, no. Um, what Sterling did to get his move. But equally, uh, yes. Um, but e- but equally, it's like a case of they cheered when Van Dyke signed. Yeah. And what mm. Van Dyke did was very was similar. Okay, similar. Different, no, 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 he, no, he literally just like left his his Lof- club's front Lofren. Refused to play again for Southampton until he got his move to Liverpool. So he, he literally refused so to sorry, play. Harry Kane's having a shot. Oh, he gets blocked. There we go. Sorry. Um, yeah, go on. Yeah, Lovren literally refused to play mm. until he got his transfer to, to Liverpool. Uh, so, like Van Dijk was on like, like, a private plane, like chilling out. Yeah, you know, so like, these these, things, these things happen in football, unfortunately. But you cannot boo one man and, and cheer another for doing the exact same thing. You have to be consistent and mm. you have to be objective because yeah. it makes you tribalistic and, it's, and it makes you very mm. narrow-minded. I'll give, I give you another example. Adebayor, when he signed for us, he went on strike at Monaco. I didn't like that. Mm. Oh my God, it's 3-0! What? <laughs> Strange Sterling again! No way! There you go. That's England. a lie. That's a and that's lie. because wow. he left Liverpool. You're lying, man. You're what lying. a great... This is wow. an even better goal. You're lying. England, it's, it's oh, coming wow. home! <laughs> it's coming home! <laughs> <laughs> the Nations League is coming oh, home. It's coming home. Do you, do you even get a trophy for winning this? This is immense. I don't know, but, the, but the, it looks like Thiago is playing. Ramos but, is playing. Yeah, yeah no, it's a, it's a strong fight. Winning these leagues is standing are important because it, watch this ball from Barkley over the top. Uh, it's because I was talking about him. Just on side as well. There, and then drops it down, bang, in. He does oh. that He does that in the in the uh, World Cup in England during the final. Absolutely. No, I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I mean? really appreciate your call, mate. Thank you very, very Thank much. You.
Really? You need one more subscriber? I listen. <laughs> everyone who's watching, by the way, okay. On, subscribe, on UFF channel. If you're watching on my channel, if you're watching on mm. Football Banter Show, have hope. Go across to the UFF, the Ultimate Football Fan YouTube channel. We are one subscriber away from 39,000. I'll put so out please, tweets. Please go across and give subscribe. that a little subscription if you haven't done so already. We have an Arsenal fan on the line. Come Turn on. The free no up. Come on. Come on, you Arsenal. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Jim. Right, Jim. Oh, Jim. You don't sound too happy, Jim. <laughs> yeah, Jim. Hello, uh, Jim. What do you want to say, mate? Um, I want to talk about England. You know, I think people sometimes um, hype them up too much, England. And the reason is, is because in the World Cup, I think England proved that when they go a goal ahead, they're good at winning, winning the rest of the match. They're good at holding what they've got. But when they go, go a goal down, my problem with England has always been, what do you do now? Especially on the Southgate, because since we've gone a goal down on the Southgate, I don't think I've, I think we've only won once. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we've. Con I don't think we've conceded the, the first goal very often. What I would say against Colombia, we won a goal mm. up, and we didn't actually win the game. We yeah. drew it mm. against um, Croatia. No, you did. You win it on penalties. Yeah, but we didn't win no, the game. We drew the game one. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I understand your point, but look, right now England three 0 up. Away against Spain mm. in Spain. Yeah. Come on, that's yeah. what England fans think, are allowed to be happy think, about. No, 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 Spain no. have only lost yeah. one internationally. I think in, it's fantastic. We're winning 3 0. I'm not watching it, but if we're winning 3 0, then that's good, obviously. And mm. another thing is, you were talking about the top, um, well, the top five best French players. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. For me, Henri, Vieira, Perez, Kante, and Makaleli. Makaleli. Yeah. Over, yeah. over Cantona and Ginola? What do you mean, who over Cantona and Ginola? So you're, you're going to put um, Makalele over Cantona? How old is he though? How old are you? 15. 15? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Cantona retired and probably Ginola yeah. retired before you were born. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I appreciate that. You're a younger man. I get that completely. In terms of Oh, you know, the, you the about England now, though. Are you happy to still have Gareth Southgate as manager? Yeah, I've got no problem with Southgate as manager because he's proven that he don't, he don't mind changing things up. I think he played a 4 3 3 against Croatia when we do 0 0. If it's not working, he will try to change it up. He wants, he wants to make it work. Whereas managers like Roy Hodgson, they kept it the same the whole time. Mm. They didn't try changing nothing. Played with the same players. They went on reputation rather than form. Southgate is changing a lot of things. He's going on. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, agree I, agree I agree 100% with that. Appreciate, uh, yeah. appreciate that call, mate. Thank you yeah. very, very much. Yeah. I, I still can't believe 3 0. Yeah. But, 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 you know, the way thing, like, uh, I didn't see. Time yet. Yeah. You know, like, I didn't even bother. I said, you know what? England, Spain, okay, Spain are easily going to win. They're at home. Mm. Who, who cares? I didn't even want to bother even watching the, the game. No, you know what? I, but, I, see, I if they can keep. Listen, I still think that Spain are going to come back. I think. Nah. 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. That's my call, 3-3. Three, David, three. David De Gea probably thought, right, I'm, I'm glad to get two weeks away from Man United conceding all these goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, his, his form for Spain has been terrible for a long time. Well, yeah. There's a lot Actually, of talk that Kepa's going to take... Kepa's going to take his place. No, no, he's good. Kepa's yeah, really good. So. Who bought Sterling and uh, <laughs> thingy on the old uh, football index? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. So, what are the odds for 3-3? We've got another Arsenal three, caller on the line we're going to put on the air now. I'm seeing 3-3. Put your money Hello, welcome to Fan Park. Uh, welcome to Monday Night Match Debate. What's your name? 
Joey, Joey. Hello, Joey. How you doing, mate? I'm alright, I'm alright, fella. What are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I look, I support Arsenal, yeah? Go on, Joey. Devil, done no. Trust me, football banter show and all that. You know it. Me. You men are doing your thing big. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Support, but yeah, me. You big up Arsenal, you put respect on the name, innit? Terry, United are shit, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on, Joey. United are, United are, United are trash, you're finished, man. You're finished. <laughs> you All get right, me? We're bad right now. I have to put on you that tap card. You United fans should be big enough Arsenal. We need to bring it back to the Man United Arsenal days. You understand? <laughs> All these Man City, Chelsea. Money boys, fuck them. Listen, mate. I, 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 I
Oh, I can. I just see, assumed I it was me. The Batman song in the back. Yeah, so. I just assumed it was me because, <laughs> really. Good, good. No, I appreciate that. So, what is it that Unai Emery has done that has made the difference this year? What is it specifically that man has come in and done to change it up at your club? Well, first of all, when it, during the during the summer, I, I saw his on uh, Instagram his first training session, and I saw Chambers and several other players lying on the floor knackered. So I think that he's changed like, <laughs> the training plan a, a, a lot more, and he's put a lot more fitness into the players. And you can see on the pictures, when look at Torreira, he's a box in the midfield, like a absolute big man, just controlling the play. Mm. Torreira's been a great signing. Very he's, good signing. And I like the way yeah. he handled him, because a lot of people saying, oh, throw him in, throw him in. Mm. But he protected him. You know, he, he brought him in slowly. Put well, introduction. Yeah, same, now, thing, same thing that Liverpool are doing with yeah. Fabinho. But obviously, Torreira... Well, no, they're just not playing him. <laughs> Torreira at least came off the bench, got some minutes. Mm. You know, started to understand the game, the, the way that the English game is mm. played, and now he's he's flourishing. And oh no, no, know. for me, I think it will end up being Arsenal's best signing. Uh, well, in this, well, this summer definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely, I mean yeah. because I think, yeah, and I think agree. it's yeah. it's what look I said it with Emery. I don't think that he's a good league manager. I think he's a good cup manager because remember he underachieved for Sevilla. But I think yeah. as far as an FA Cup mm. or Arsenal in the Europa League, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so they could win the Europa League. Which which would be so I think definitely I think an FA Cup mm. still in the in the in the League Cup. Yeah, yeah. They could win a trophy. But I, th- I think no, you can already see the differences mm. in the team that there's more tactics, there is it's much more intricacy and there's much more intensity that was lacking. Yeah, definitely. On the team definitely. from before. Definitely. On the Europa League, uh, if I think Spurs will Spurs will come third in their group. And if they come down and we play them in the final and we'll beat them, that's just proved ten times better than them. Oh, that would be brilliant. That would be brilliant. I yeah, appreciate your call, mate. Thank you very, well done, very buddy. much. Yeah, some ar- mm. happy Arsenal fans. Um, it's been so a while. Got more calls on the line. It's been a while. How many? Because we've got to do the other segments. Over how many? We'll do a couple more calls. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Uh, yo, my name is Abdul Heidi, mate. I'm good. Who do you, who do you support? Uh, I'm kind of a neutral fan. I'm an English fan. Okay, what's right, in your mind? Cool. What do you want to say? Uh, I just want to point out Russ Barkley's performance over the, over the past couple of games, and he provides an uh, he provides a different dynamic to England's game, and he drives the ball forward, and that's what I like to see from England players because we were, we were lacking that that little bit of uh, that connection between the fine uh, the midfield and the final third during the World Cup. I don't, I don't think that Ali was providing that, and I could see that. With with the new with the new formation, that's 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 coming. I can see that happening. I 100 percent agree with you on that one. I think that's exactly what England were missing in the World Cup was a player who could drive forward with the ball. Uh, um, Deli Ali's not that type of player. Deli Ali prefers to get on the end of things. He comes into the box late. Mm. Um, we really didn't have anyone of that mould, and it, you really do need a player who can just say right. I'm going to run with this 15, 20 yards yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I'm going to take some pressures off, pressure off the midfield and off our defence. Um, so I, I agree with well. Harry, Harry that. Winks tonight as well. Just, mm. A different type of player. A, a long yeah. way to go, Harry Winks. He's not the finished article. But just Harry Winks and Barkley are so different from players we, we had at the World Cup. Mm. And of course, Oxlade-Chamberlain's come back. I think he's the one we were missing in the World Cup. Yeah, the Ox. Yeah, that's, that's the key guy. Those three individuals over the next couple mm. of years staying fit could be so important to this Southgate movement yeah. at, at England. They really, really could, mate. I, I agree completely. Uh, I just want to say that you can you can actually see that Harry Kane's coming back into into form. He's, he's got two assists already tonight, yeah. and I think this new formation is 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 
it's working well for him as well. Of course, uh, uh, the further away we get from August, the better he gets. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it works. The further away. So once you get into, you know, February and March, he's on fire. And I think it also shows you that I think it's good that Harry Kane, he's not just focused on scoring goals. He's focused mm. on being an all-round player because he's got the this, this strength to hold mm. the ball up. And he can just say he's good at picking up the pass yeah. and everything. And, and especially because he's slower than... The other two, it makes him better to really provide for he's selling and run for really quick run. though. He's not as slow as he looks. You know, he's one of those players bit... who looks slow, but he's yeah. actually not that, you know. Okay, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, wait, I mean don't get me wrong. He's not lightning quick or yeah. pacey or anything, but he's not as slow he's as he looks. He's not slouch. Yeah, yeah, no, I get yeah. that completely. Listen, mate, really appreciate the call. Thank you very, Thank you. very much as ever. Cheers. We've got another call? We'll do, we'll, we'll, well, because we need to create the content, so we'll do one more call and then we'll do it with the Lukaku thing and then we'll pick the calls up from that. So, cheers, mate. We've got lots of calls coming in. They're dead. They're flying. There you go. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hi, Teddy. It's safe. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hello, Safe. <laughs> How are you? Okay. I'm, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. What's on your mind? What do you want to say? Well, um,. Did you hear the news that the Saudi government want to buy us? Yeah, um, the conference. Why would you be excited about the Saudi government with all their human rights issues buying Man United? Well, I don't know, but I mean, at least he can't invest money. Now his money, we can't buy quality players. So you'd be happy... At least they'll be better than a, better than a Glazers. For me, I'm not, you know, I don't know enough about the politics of that country, but I think there's too many question marks over the way they treat their own people and their own actions around the world. Um, and it's direct, yeah. it's not like someone coming from that country, it's like yeah. the actual government, government yeah. owning it. So for yeah. me, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit, um, I am and are about it a little bit, if I'm being absolutely well, honest with how you. How badly but... do you want to win? That's what it comes down to. No, not, there has to be. I think that's really extreme. <laughs> no, there, there has to be, obviously, an no, element serious. of it. No, I'm serious. No, I, I wouldn't want the, the British government to own my football club for things that we've done. Like, yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not happy with how yeah, we make all that money. So 100%. equally at the same time, it's like I wouldn't want, you know, that, that's not yeah. normally that safe. But appreciate the call, mate. See you, mate. I, I mean, is all the money that the Glazers make, is it all legal? or? I mean, well, yeah, I mean, what, as far as what? I'm aware, like, there's nothing that's... Un, I suppose with any high-level capitalism, people will always find something that's unethical. But there's unethical in terms of, I don't like what you're doing for a mm. business, mm. as opposed to... You know, I don't think there's any um, human rights mm. laws being broken mm. by, by the Glazers and things like that. I don't know. They own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and making people pay to watch them for some of the years. That <laughs> that's be. pretty bad. True, true. I mean, they're true. decent now, but over the years, yeah, they were yeah. trash. My concern would be, you know, if someone comes in and owns it and their money's come through normal gains, I don't care where they're from. Mm. My concern would be having owners come in and then over the years you unearth all these bad things that the, that where they the, 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 the government where their money has come from it's what they do what they, what they hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Stand for. I just wouldn't want that connected to my football yeah. club. Mm, um, 100%. And I'm not, I don't trust the way the Premier League does its fit and proper person's check. I think the, if you have money, they just let you come and own a football club and it could be... I don't know. It, just, it, it could mm. be great success on the pitch. It could be loads of money spent. It could be great owners in terms of Man United. But 
I, I would just be worried about where that money's Morality. coming from, if I'm being absolutely honest yeah. with you. Um, and I'm not like attacking anyone's nation. I mean it with respect. Mm. I don't know um, enough about it, but it just I need to learn more about mm. it before I'm excited. That's kind of yeah. what I'm saying in, in, in mm. most ways. Um, a few comments here saying, "Ha, ah, Spain are getting battered. Come on, England. It's nice. It's still good. There's still a good um, feel good factor. Right yeah, there's positivity around it. Right I, I think that's Southgate. I think it is. I agree. I, I, the way he speaks to the media. It's something I really, I really appreciate what he does in front of, in front of the media. I think he's very open. Um, you know, he, he doesn't shy away from any of the questions. Mm. You know, he's he's very jovial in press conferences. And, 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 and I also, think it, it translates down to the no, team. I agree completely. It's it's a great redemption story based on what happened to him in '96. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Because because I remember watching that in Nigeria, I was like, my God, imagine how bad it must feel for oh, that guy in, in in his own home country oh, to be in that position. Yeah, so, he, did, he did get paid off the pizza advert though. <laughs> so yeah, it's not all bad. Right. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna capture this. Um, Lukaku. Lukaku. Had he done an interview and he's spoken about his, you know, he was asked a question. I'll just paraphrase, you know, would you like to one day mm. play or trade in Italy? And he has said, yes, you know, why not? Mm. Maybe hopefully it'll happen one day. Something along those lines. Now, I sit there instantly as a Man United fan and think, I don't like that type of talk. When you play for my club, any club, I think you just say, I'm happy where I am. You don't speak about that in, in public mm. because it makes, I don't think it's fair on the fans of the football club you are at. I think it's disrespectful. It's the same thing about I mean, I mean, but, but in what context? Because I think you have to realize that what's the magazine? What kind of magazine is it? How well does he know the magazine? It's different. Like him saying that for like Le Keep is very different from saying it to like a much more small time magazine it, publication. He told, it, he told it to um, Grazia dello Sport, which is, yeah. I think they're, they're a fairly big sport. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then he asked the question, would you like to play in Spain? He said, why not? I hope it happens. Now, again, I, I get the whole being lost in translation thing, and, hmm. and I'm not overly... I'm annoyed about his comments as a Man United fan. My question to you is, does Lukaku have... Statistically, I think he's on his way to doing it, hmm. but would Lukaku be wrong to go and play his trade in another league when he's he scored all these goals so young in his career, he's 24, 25 years old... Does he have the ability and the, the presence to go on to be a Premier League and maybe even a Manchester United legend? Or should he just, you know, do a few more years at United, move on to Juventus, do a few you know years there, go to... I, 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 for me, I think that Lukaku is... You know how you have like a Tier 1 team, Tier 2 team, Tier, tier 3 team? He's a Tier 2 team player. Like... For instance, if he was to go to Italy, I would say that he would actually do pretty well at a Lazio or a Fiorentina, or he'd do pretty well at like a Villarreal. Like, as far as like a top team, he's just not a top level player because I don't think that he's a mm. player who can lead you and spearhead you to winning a title or mm. winning a major trophy. So I think for Lukaku, if I was his agent, I would advise him that you know what, do a few more years here, try and think of moving on to a team and a club and a, an environment that suits you more because I don't. Th I think the pressure. Of being United's main striker is weighing upon him. So I get that. Do you think though, like you think about Man United now, some fans might be. Do you think fans would be worried about him leaving? Do you think they're sitting there now in the same way they were like, oh my God, Martial or Pogba might leave? Do you think Man United fans would care as much if he put in a transfer request and, and went to Italy in January? No, I, I think, and I think it's unfortunate for him. I feel sorry for him in a way because he he scores. A decent amount of goals, but the problem you have as a Man United striker is you're following people like Ruvan Nistroy, uh, Rooney, you're and cool. you know Cole. You're following these people who were deadly. Mm. 
mm. you know, in front of goal. And if you look at the amount of goals he scores, it's still a decent amount of goals. I mean, but he scored, as you said, he's like 24, 25. Mm. And if you look at the amount of goals he scored in his career, it's ridiculous. Mm. It's a ridiculous amount of goals. And I do think he would do well in, the, in Serie A. I think he, he, his game suits Serie A probably more than it because does. Because it's a lot slower. Not, not just that it's slower. I just, I just think that his physicality would work yeah. better in, in, in Serie A. But yeah. I don't think Man United fans would be too disappointed because they are used to your Van Nistelrooy's and Rooney and his pomp. And, 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 and you know what? Look, I, I've got people comment here saying, Terry, mm. read, read the whole comment, read mm. all the interview. And I will do that. But my point is this. I, I, I don't think you should talk about going to any mm. other league in any interview. I think you should shut that down. I, I think but, it's, you're given ammunition, unneeded ammunition mm. for people to you turn are, it around. And I, that, that's what I don't like. But equally, would I be bothered if he, if he left Man United? No. And you know what? I think in terms of being a clinical finisher, mm. he's a better goal scorer in terms of he scores more goals than, say, Wayne Rooney did mm. as an example. But what I think he lacks when you look at him, he's, look, people talk about his first touch. I can stomach his first touch because he actually, if you look at it statistically, he doesn't lose the ball on his first touch as much as Harry Kane or Aguero. The problem is when he does it, it's comical because it's so bad. <laughs> so it stands out in your mind. Yeah. And these are just facts. My issue with him is yeah, it's his lack of movement. Mm. So what I see, he, he, he's... He might pull out to the, the wide at some points in the game, but then he's static when he's there. When he's in the middle, mm. he's static. And I, I've been, I, I, I was listening to different commentary when I was in America watching it, and that's what the, the American mm. commentators are talking about. They're saying he's so static, he stands still. And it was mm. different language, so I'm used to hearing mm. it. Yeah. But, but then I looked at it, and I was going back over old games again. Look, I was like looking at us attacking, and I'm looking at him, and the man's just standing still. Yeah. And I think, is that laziness? Is that his inability to read the game? So I look at him and think, you know what? If you were to leave, are you? Are we? Are Man United actually going to... We'll, we'll miss some goals. Mm. But actually, we might bring a, a guy in who... So I would quite like to see Alexis Sanchez play as a striker at the moment. I think he would Because I think you get, you get more movement. No. Less goals, but more movement, no. which I think might create more... I think Alexis Sanchez... No, no, for, for me, I think Sanchez is on the decline. That's what, how I feel. Mm. So... I think that would be a very bad move if they let go of Lukaku, don't get a replacement and just put Sanchez in as, as a striker. Because mm. the Sanchez of two, three years ago who was quick, rapid, was a bit sharper, had younger legs, is not the same Sanchez that you're seeing now. But I think the thing with Lukaku is that there are two kinds of strikers. There's the mobile striker and there's the more static striker. One of the best lone static strikers was Mario Gomez. But the thing with him, Mario Gomez was that he didn't have any movements, but he was very good at holding the ball up. And you could, it was very hard for you to get the ball off of him. So for Lukaku, you have to decide who you are. Either you're a hold-up striker or you're a movement striker. I don't think he's a, he's a movement striker. But if you're a hold-up striker, you, your, your control and your hold-up has got to be a lot better than it's done than it is. Mm. So I think that's his body shape, his body movements. He just doesn't, he just has a lack of movement that is needed for a guy who can run onto through through balls. So about that. So you know what I would say in his defence, and I, I always like to be... Um... That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, Trying to be balanced. I I like him as a Man United striker, but I think sometimes there's also also a bias in in, in all their heads. Mm. You know, I see him recently getting compared to like Heskey, and for me that's such an unfair comparison. Man mm. is the man has already outscored him by a long long oh, way. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. I mean, but but equally, I think sometimes see him and they just see a, a tall, strong. Mm. Man, they think right. He's going to be this target man that can hold the ball up, mm, bring mm. people in. I look at Lukaku and I see, I, I, I see more of a. He doesn't. I see more of a sort of a, a goal, po- goal poacher. I see mm. more of a uh, Ian Wright, more of a Michael Owen, more mm. of a Chicharito type player. Yeah. I think mm. he likes being on the shoulder. I think he likes to have headers and shots and chances. But he needs to be more consistent doing that. He, 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 he played that way forever. 
That's how he played for everyone. I don't think, he was on the I don't think Man United's mm. setup is also right for him. Mm. So I think he needs a strike partner or somebody that's in and around him yeah. that, that's doing all that work that we that he does badly. I think yeah. he just needs to be told almost like just you know, Van Nistelrooy scored one or two really good goals where he played play good mm. football. But Van Nistelrooy wasn't the best football player. No, no, oh, no, no, no. He was just dead. No, no, no. The the one quintessential clinical quintessential Porsche. Even think Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney is best at Man United when he played in the two. Like, mm. and you, you mentioned all those top strikers Man United have had. The only one that I felt did fairly well by himself was Van Persie. Van Persie yeah. The rest of them, yeah. they always had a strike partner. And I think that Lukaku's in that mould. Let's not talk about United, him. <laughs> United aren't doing it. And most clubs aren't playing with two strikers anymore. So you come to a point where it's like, OK, Lukaku, I know you might want to go. So I, I think United, United could cash on him in on him because of his goals mm-hmm. and then go and find a better striker. Um, Harry Kane would be my first choice. I, mean, <laughs> I just no, I do, I do, Because Harry Kane, for me, I think you've just got to... Um, mm. You need... A, you need. We needed Zlatan Ibrahimovic from 10 years ago when he had more energy, more legs, yeah. more time in front mm. of him. Or you need a Harry Kane now for the system we play. Someone who is technically gifted on the ball can hold it up and can finish and yeah. score goals. Mm. That's what Man United need to find with the system that we play. But there we go. Thanks for capturing that. Abs, appreciate that. But if anyone else wants to have their say on Lukaku as a Man United fan, if he was to leave, would you be happy or sad? Let us know on 0203 606 Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Mohammed, you good? Yeah, Mohammed, I'm brilliant, mate. Hey, yeah, how are you? Are you, you st- yeah, I'm so, I'm, where have you been hiding, man? I'm good, mate. I took a full, I didn't even do a video when I was away. I just chilled, I drunk, I ate too much food, recharged my batteries, mate. Um, right, so want... long as you're right, that's what I'm asking. I'm I appreciate that. Wow. Listen, we're talking a little bit about Lukaku here and his comments about maybe no, leaving. As a Man United fan, how would you feel if Lukaku was sold in January of the summer? Um, you know, I, you know, I told you about Lukaku. I'm his biggest fan. Um, if he gets sold, he gets sold. Nothing I can do. Nothing you could do. I'll be disappointed. Yeah, we on Lukaku right here. Yeah? Everyone is saying drop him, drop him. Yeah, Terry, who are you gonna put there? Tell me, who you gonna put there? You think Rashford's gonna do a job? That's what I'm gonna say. Who's who's gonna go there? Unless you get someone, unless you have someone like Zlatan. Yeah, uh, by bench him. Yeah, but there's even talk of Zlatan coming back. Yeah, I would even that's take crazy. him back. Be honest with you. I would take Zlatan all day long over Lukaku. All uh, day. No, I think that's that's crazy. Um, well, why is it? Zlatan now? Zlatan is no. not the same guy no. he was. Um, you forget he had a knee yeah, injury. Yeah, but he can hold the ball up. Bad. You know what I mean? Lukaku's yeah. first touch is atrocious. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Yeah, I, I get that. But I, I, look, the point, I get what you're saying about who else is going to come in and do it. Then it's, okay, if there's not a like for like... Then you have mm-hmm. to look at the system that you play, Sanchez, and, and doing it. I, I, I think Sanchez can do it now. If you think about yeah. the future, could you not go and look at someone like? And this is where this is where Man United have got to put their money where their mouth is. You've got someone like the uh, Juventus guy, Dybala, or Icardi from Inter. Icardi, yeah. There must, mm. there has to be strikers out there, even if it's someone who's young. You mentioned a gentleman mm. earlier when we did mm. another video. Uh, Max, Immobile uh, as well, Philip. Yeah, Max, Immobile, yeah. There, there must be players mm. out there. This is what the scouting network is there for. We need many if Man United are playing the system with a lone striker, you need a man that scores goals, mm. that can hold the ball up, that's that's a better football player than Lukaku. But Troy Deeney. Yeah, yeah, all right. Look here, okay. But if he goes in January, he goes in. Nothing you can do, yeah. But don't you think we need defenders and strikers? 
Because our defense is shit. It's absolutely <laughs> shit. It's, 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 it's no, bad. Agree, it's bad. The guys are right. It's absolutely shit. If, if teams like Newcastle are slapping us two goals, I'll drop no, it. That man, basically I, means I we need defenders. That. I get that. But at the same time, Lukaku's talking about leaving. That's why he's a subject matter. Uh, what's on your mind, though, regarding Man United right now? How do you feel after that great comeback against Newcastle? What's your thinking? Mm, well, you know how I think, it? People over the cracks, isn't it? Harry Kane's got a chance to put... Oh, can Harry Kane get it across to Rashford? He does. Oh, it's not quite good enough to how he cuts it out. It is still 3 New England, by the way. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yes, look, mate, I get his papering over cracks. And I think I you know, I celebrated the moment. Do I think Man United are over the worst of it? Of course not. Ah, Do you know what I mean? Big no, test. No, 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 big no. test. Well, what's going to happen when he plays Chelsea? Well, we're going yeah. pre- to preview that in a moment. What do you think is going to happen against Chelsea? Um, you know what? I think they'll beat us. I'm not being disrespectful, but I'm going to say how it is, isn't it? I don't see us. Obviously, who's going to cope with Hazard? That's, that's the main man, isn't it? And if you got someone like Herrera or Matic injured, who knows? Fellaini and his elbows. Fellaini, <laughs> good luck with that. He's probably going to concede the penalty. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's going to be tough, but you never know. Mourinho has it in him to do oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why is this Mourinho thing again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool, <laughs> he, cool. Like, like, relax, yeah. man. Relax. So you're, not, relax. you're not a believer. Him. You're Just not a believer in Mourinho. No, no, it's not about that. It's our, our record at Stanford Bridge is poor. If you're going to select a formation to beat Chelsea, yeah, what's he going to do to select it? He's going to put Fellaini on. Fellaini's not the sort of man you're going to put on to play against Chelsea. You know what I mean? He's the sort of man you want to put on when you're playing the likes of Bournemouth or the likes of Burnley. You know what I mean? I get that. Whether we like it or not, though, I would say in he the does last a job. couple of months, Fellaini's probably been Man United's most consistent outfield player. He does yeah. a job. He's, yeah, actually, but he's, actually been decent. The... he's actually been decent on the ball as well. Mm. Yes. I'm not... But I told you about the budget. I don't have a problem with Fellaini. You know I don't have. But he's good enough to start against the sides that are long ball, uh, physical team. Chelsea play from the feet. You see how they play. They don't play long ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that, that's what I'm saying. We need Fellaini against the other sides. We don't need them against Chelsea. If you're going to set yeah. Fellaini to play against Chelsea, you're setting us to, to lose. Big day, Same like big, big day then for Paul Pogba come Saturday. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a big day for him, yeah. These, these are, for me, like, this, is, this, this is where Pogba... Has to show up. Yeah, yeah. Like, money. This, is, this is the big game. It's earn your money. Game. Yeah. But I'm just saying, innit? But my money's going to be on Chelsea if I was going to put money on. I Fair don't enough. see us beating them. Fair enough. Oh, Mo, man. appreciate your call, mate. Thank you very much. Uh, 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 thank you, mate. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we're just going to take a little bit look. Uh, I want to, our sponsor for today, Football Flash. I've got the app up on my phone now. What's great about this, I've selected a few teams in here. As I said, it puts all the news stories in one place. I'm going to click on Manchester United, as you can see. It puts. Tap for more. And it shows you all the different stories that are going on right now. First of all, Aaron Ramsey, the Manchester United. That's that's a story in the Daily Mirror. Um, mm. Scott, McTominay, Scott McTominay could join Leeds or Aston Villa on loan. I think that would be good for him. He would definitely get... Do you know what's great about that? He would get the Man United fans off his back. Like the ones mm. that hate Jose hate him. Mm. Oh, yeah. um, I, I've noticed that. What's the other stories here about Man United? We'll click on other teams in a minute. Paris Saint-Germain considering move for David De Gea. Fair enough. Lukaku open to Juventus move. We spoke about that. Hazard would not force... This is, I don't know why it's on Man United. It says Hazard would not force Real Madrid move. Interesting why that's on Man United. <laughs> Let's just check out the Arsenal one, see what they're saying there. It's all good news. Whitey Henry has been back to succeed as Monaco manager. I think that's good news. Uh, United midfielder thanks Unai Emery for improvement. Let's click on that and oh. see, see who that is. I don't even know what midfielder that is. It must be Xhaka. 
It is Xhaka. That's what you're thinking. It, and then what it does, it takes you through to the website that actually has the stories. It's a really good app, um, Football Flash. Make sure you get it downloaded. Um, I would suggest don't just pick your own team. Pick other teams. I'm following a bit of Man United, a bit of Liverpool, a bit of Arsenal. You click on this button here, press plus, and you put other teams in. So I'm going to go to Premier League, and I'm going to add what other. I'm going to have Wolverhampton Wanderers in. Got a very a interesting club. Yeah, got a soft yeah. spot for the old Wolverhampton. Yeah. So I'll stick them in. And what it does, it takes like a a day or so. Um, for the app to kind of configurate and start dragging all the stories in. But once you're using it, it's really good. Um, you know, literally, all the stories you can think of revolving your club across all the major um, different networks and stuff like that. But uh, England are playing some really good football here. It's counter-attack. Mm. But it's nice. This doesn't even look like England. <laughs> like I'm watching, That's how good it it's is. It's like I'm watching another country. It's like watching Brazil. <laughs> yeah, easy, yeah. Easy, easy. <laughs> I think we're better than Brazil right now. We went in the World Cup. That proves it. There you go. That's a joke. That's it. I can't even see these glasses, but he's giving me a look like I'm going to kill you. Yeah, but just hold your horses, man. Hold your horses, man. It's all in the process. All in the process. No, no, no. But look, it will be a huge result for England, man. If if they, if they hold this. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, especially if they keep it to the clean sheets. This, this are, we still got to play um, Croatia. No, wait. Is this our last game in the, in the, so, in the and group? I think it's, it's, I think it's, it's three pair groups. I think they, they, they play, um, what's, what's it called? No, we played Croatia, didn't we? We played Croatia twice. Have to play Croatia at home. Haven't played Croatia at home. home. Okay. Yeah, well, you know, we, we can beat Croatia at home. Yeah, we, we, we beat we Croatia at home, then chances are we're gonna we could win the whole thing if if Croatia and, and, beat Spain. Yeah, it's interesting. Is, I don't know all the rules for this. Mm. Way, this the, the, yeah, it, it's the, weird. The leagues, but basically, the higher the league level that you are, the, the seeding the, you get. At no, the oh my god! Okay. Certainly, it's a penalty ref. It's a penalty ref. Wait. Oh, ref, shut up, you mug. <laughs> That's a penalty, bruv. <laughs> no way we're Raheem Sterling. The way it dies. works, if you win the league, you then go into a final uh, tournament with all the other league winners. Oh, wow. The winner of that qualifies for the European Championships automatically. You don't have to go for so, the so, so basically, if you finish second or third in I your round, I believe that's how it works. So if you finish second or third in your round, Robin, you don't. Qualify no, no. If you finish second, you just stay in the in that in that league. Yeah. If you finish third, you get relegated but, to the lower league. But equally, like you, the higher up the league pyramid you are, mm. the easier it is to qualify yeah, for like major seeding. major tournaments yeah. because mm. of seeding. So the idea is when you go down to like the, the bottom one mm. as Andorra and stuff, and <laughs> only one team from that yeah. could could ever yeah, qualify yeah, yeah, to get yeah. out. Like so, for the likes of Scotland and people that are lower down, it's a, it doesn't matter what this. So mm. Got to try and move yourself up the league. So it makes these. Ga- I think the idea of it is they're going to eventually phase out friendlies. The idea is to make the games more competitive. Yeah. The higher up the pyramid you are, the easier it, it is. Means the easier it is. Hang on, let's see if this is a penalty mm. or not. Uh, well, no, it's not a penalty. It's a foul. He trod on his foot, but it was outside the box. Mm. Definite foul though. Raheem Sterling mm. did not dive, um, and I'm not biased on those things either. Last mm. subject of the night, ladies and gentlemen, and I was going to catch it for us. Big game Sunday. Mm. 12.30 kickoff. Of course, we're covering it full-time on Fan Park Live. I will be here. Chelsea versus Manchester United. I'm, mm. I, I, we'll come to have hope in a minute who's a mm. Chelsea fan, but I'm going to go to yourself first, Devo. Like, yeah. How is this one? I mean, there's such a story here. Jose's under pressure. Ex-Chelsea man up against a, you know this Chelsea revolution that's going mm. on. What's going to happen at the end of the 90 minutes for you? I think this is a massive, massive, massive game for Jose Mourinho. And I have a funny feeling that we're not going to see the same negative Mourinho that we I think he's going to go for it. I have a feeling, I don't know why, I have a feeling that he's going to go for it. I don't, I don't think they're going to win, but I think he's going <laughs> to go for it. I think he's actually going to make it make a uh, effort to actually go ahead and try and win this game rather than what he usually does at away games against big teams is he'll say, right, we're going to sit back, try and beat us. We'll take a draw from this and we'll try and beat the smaller teams. But because of the way the season started out, 
I think a draw is as good as a loss for Man United at this stage. They need to win mm. to, to keep up with the teams ahead of them. So I think he's going to go for it. Um, I can't see them beating Chelsea, though. You see, for me, like it's going to be tough, but I think that knowing Mourinho, the tactician, he would have studied what Sarri is doing. And I feel that Mourinho has a plan that could make it very difficult for, for Chelsea. Because Mourinho knows that okay, this is a team that likes to keep the ball. Who have they struggled against? West Ham, who sat very back deep mm. and counted very well. So Mourinho's going to do what he did against Liverpool. So you know what? I'm going to sit back, let you guys mm. have the ball. It's going to be ugly. We're going to just make it very... You're going to pass the ball all in front of us mm. and we're going to counter you. But I think that, I think, is the way in which you build, you beat this Sarri mm. system. Because when you have the ball for, for so much, you push, you push, you mm. play higher and higher and higher. And once your defence plays really high, then, then you, you leave all that space behind. And I think Mourinho's going to say, you know what? Coming, coming towards us mm. and we're going to just hit you on the break. And I think that could prove to be very difficult... And I think that'll make it very tricky for Sarri's mm. system to break Goal it down. Goal back for Spain. I'm not sure who scored it. It's a, a decent header from a corner. 57 minutes on the clock. 3-1. Oh, 3-1 right now. You might not be right too far now. off. 3-3, three, three, man. You put a bit go. more than two pence on it. <laughs> see, I, I don't, see, I, I'm not sure how what Jose is going to do. I think if he goes all out attack, they're going to get spanked. 100%. Because of the way... The type, I, I think... And this is where I think Man United fans need to be very, very sensible in their thinking. I know we want to go all out attack, but I look at stupid, but very stupid. The, 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 all three styles have, have idiosyncrasies that are different. But when I look at the way Klopp plays, the way Pep plays, and the way Sari plays, they do well against teams that open up against them. Mm. That that mm. is where they're at their strongest. So I think you need to be compact. I think you need to what we saw, Pep, what Pep Guardiola did away at Liverpool is what Man United need to do: be compact, be hard to break down, and then. Counter-attack well and with numbers. Mm. Three, four, five people in these counter-attacks. And if Man United can do that, a little bit like England are playing tonight mm. away against Spain, that's what I feel like they need to do. For me, I, I think that this, that every game right now is huge for, for Man United and Jose Mourinho because a bad result, a, a, a close 1-0 defeat, is, mm. is, is, is there's something to salvage. Getting beat 3 or 4-0, getting spanked and embarrassed... I think that will be the end. I, th I, th I think he would have been sacked if they hadn't come back against Newcastle. Mm. And that's a very tough thing for Jose to do. So it's about the players for me. Mm -hmm. and we, we spoke a little bit earlier, and I look at certain individuals out there. I think Anthony Martial should start the game after his performance against Newcastle. But if he does, huge moment for him. Now yep. you're going up against one of the best teams in the mm. league. Man United fans have defended you through thick and thin and blindly at times. You deliver. Paul Pogba. You're going up against. I, I actually, although they're great friends, I think on footballing footballing sense, him and Kante, they're like they're, he's nemesis. Like yeah. he, he hasn't for me had a good game against him yet. You've got to now step up against him. You've got to show you're at the same level as Kante, same level as uh, Jorginho. You've got to go out there and do that. Those two are going to be key for Man United salvaging anything out of this game. The problem I have if we're if they if Man United play as they did in the opening thirty minutes against Newcastle, we are going to be Chelsea be destroyed. Gone. Yeah. If we play like we did in the second half against Newcastle, mm. albeit we were a little bit, we were gun ho we left a lot of space at the back, but that was more because we had to go and score, yeah. we had to go and score three goals, yeah. so there was a little bit of a different approach, but it's a real fine one for me. I'm just, I'm I'm concerned about the mentality of certain England players, Man United mm. players, sorry, I'm just watching England now, um, the likes of um, Paul Pogba and Martial, and are they going to go out there and put in a performance that makes us proud, or is there going to be a case of, 
we could get rid of the manager today. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. actually, losing to Chelsea isn't as embarrassing for us because it's Chelsea. Newcastle, we all look bad. But if it's against Chelsea away, it'll also show that we need to change and have the same pragmatic style. That you know, I, I worry because I do think some of yeah. these players have, have done that already. I do. Well, having said all that, Chelsea's still going to win. <laughs> Chelsea, for me, are they're looking very, very good at the moment. And how do you stop? Hazard. Yeah, what, no, what do you do? That's the uh, issue. How, how do Pereira, you stop? Is he going to have to like just hold on? You know what? Like a baby monkey just hang on to the back. Could, of the, <laughs> that's how he's, that's what he's got to do. It could be like the old days, you know, when uh, Mourinho was at Madrid and you know we saw him play three different left backs to just kick lumps out of Messi. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I th- it could be. It could go back to no, those no, but days. for me, like I mean, you look at what West Ham did against. I think West Ham had the best tactic against Hazard because mm. that's the one game where he was. He's been the least yeah. effective. You've got to put the bodies behind the ball and literally. Make every time he has a ball, he has to get, go through three, four guys. Like yeah. it isn't. There is no shame in putting two men on 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 your in a star player. Mm-hmm. There's no there's there's no there's no shame in that. No, so keeping Hazard quiet is going to be massively important. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you think the score is going to be? Have hope. What if you were going to put a score prediction on? What would you what would you say? I'm not sure yet. Like I need I need I need time to. This is actually a difficult one. I need time to think. <laughs> think, think on it. I need time to think. I would say two 0 to Chelsea. Chelsea. I think I think it would be a thing of Chelsea will get a goal. Man United will have to come out uh, and and go for it and they'll get caught and it'll be 2-0. I'm going 3-1 Chelsea is what I'm mm. going to say. Um yeah. thanks for capturing that mate and uh, we have a Man United fan on the line. We're going to take this uh, last call of the night. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Eunice. Hello Eunice. How you doing? Good, are you? I'm very well, thank you. What's on your mind? Um, I want to talk about United City Chelsea. Go for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I think like if um, if Marina plays Ashley Young, it will be a problem for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So where would Ashley Young play, in your opinion? Because obviously Luke Shaw is he's is... played right back a, a few times recently. I think he played right back here, yeah, mm. but he played right back last time. Yeah. Um, mm. But like, if he plays, because Marina sometimes play Ashley called left back, right back, many positions. Do you think, because um, is Valencia fit or is Valencia injured? I think there's some issues there. Or, um, no, no, what, what about, the, the young Portuguese guy surely is too too soon to throw him into a game like this. Pereira? No, no um, Delot. Is it Diego Delot? I think yeah, it's too, way yet. too early. So I don't think he has any other choice than to play Ashley Young, does he? Yeah, but like, I feel like, I feel like it hasn't played Ashley Young in like, boy, Ashley Young is going to be a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> You could be on oh, no, toast. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. It's a bad move playing Ashley. I mean, basically, uh, what choice does he have? Well, I mean, the, the defender that you put up against Hazard is going to be key. It's going to be key because you have to have it. Because United have to have a plan for stopping Hazard. If they they, they don't, then they'll, they'll be will be toast. Mm. They'll be toast. Pickford messed up. Nearly conceded the goal. Oh. Sorry, we'll come back to corner sec. Lost the ball. Wow. The guy's running. Through. Surely that's a penalty. He comes. Who back. is that? And he makes a tackle in the end. What a tackle! Oh wow! Who's that, who's that striker? Because uh, Rodrigo. Not not that I advocate diving. But if he'd have gone, he goes down. Penalty. Been, Pickford's off. There's been yeah. a big fight in the middle asking for a penalty. But I think the point is because he said in his feet. Yeah. You, that's, but that's a penalty. I know. That's a he, penalty. He, he shouldn't have he to go down. Back. He would not have come back and made that tackle. He shouldn't have to go down. Oh no no no! But I think once you see an open goal, you're like, my God, it's a bloody open goal. No no. My point is, it's a penalty. He shouldn't have to go to ground for the referee to see. Oh yeah 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 true true because you already you're holding the guy back. So Eunice. Who would you play? Yeah. Who would you play in United's defence against Chelsea? What would you do? Well, I'll play literally. I'll be Eric Bailly, um, Victor Lindelof, <laughs> my opinion, and I'll play right back at uh, Dalot and left back. I'll play Luke Shaw. 
Okay. Wow. And, and do you wow. think Man United love. and Jose Mourinho stand any chance of beating Chelsea? Yeah, we can't beat Chelsea. Chelsea not, ain't like an impossible team to beat. Anything can happen in football. But I'll, I'll bench Pogba. Wow. Man. Wow. I'll bench Pogba because like, Pogba, he acts like he runs the club. Like, he ain't Marina for majority of time. So, so who do you play in Pogba's like, place? We had, we had Van Gaal. We had many players on our team. Like Pogba like ruined the team um, chemistry. We check it a lot. Wow. Okay. So who do you play in, in Pogba's place then? In, I'll in play the literally Matic. And uh, under Herrera together, and I play centre attacking mid, um, and one matter and left uh, left wing Martial, right wing um, uh, Rashford, and striker Lukaku. I'll bench Sanchez. I, I you know I I I like matter. I said and I said oh, no, no, I no, said no. to Terry. He should be starting. I said to Terry weeks ago. As a team that's missing creativity, and matter has to play football. Hundred percent. He's the most creative player they have. Mm. Uh, he has mm. been. A creative spark for for years in the Premier League. One of the smartest players in the league. Yeah. I don't understand why he doesn't play. How he doesn't announce it every time that he comes on. He always does something positive yeah. for Mourinho. So yeah, yeah. I don't understand it. So yeah, that's a good shout. I agree with you on that one. But the Pogba decision is a massive. Mm, you decision. have to play him. He's, 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 nah, he's your best player. You know, you know why? So you know why? Just Pogba just to say, to the Premier League, he ain't proven nothing. He has like one good match in the eight eight nine eight, eight nine games. Mm. And like the guy, the guy in world class. I don't know why people call him world class. Like mm. he ain't probably ain't that much. When you check it. Yeah, he doesn't okay. run the game. In front, he's very good because he got Kanji next to him. That's it. But if you don't, if you drop Pogba in this game, and Man United lose, it's going to be world war. I don't care. You drop Pogba. Pogba ain't like he ain't, he ain't United main star. And you check it as well. Like Pogba, what does he do? What does he bring to United? That's a very interesting point. It's a very interesting point, and I. I some of, I agree with some of that. I do think sometimes um, he he doesn't do enough for for who he is and the but, talent that he has. But can United win the but, game without Pogba? That's the the, the, the key. Thing. The problem. Well, we can't win a game without Pogba. Pogba, like, look how many matches Pogba played for us and we lost. Like, what, what does Pogba bring? Mm, wow. Like, if, if Pogba was world class, like he would, he would play amazing. Like at least Kante when he plays for Chelsea, he does amazing stuff. Like he like intercepts the ball, he stops everything. The junior, um, um, the junior as well, he's been amazing since he came to the Premier League. Like, if you have Pogba, he ain't going to uh, track back and help Matic. I think, with, I think the one thing I would, where I would agree with you, Pogba, I think he has some, where I disagree is I think he's had some brilliant games for Man United. I think he's done some brilliant things in a Man United shirt. Where I agree with you is that he's a bit of a, I don't, a few of my friends ride motorbikes and motor, uh, people that ride motorbikes that do it like religiously, they have an issue with what they call fair weather riders. So people that own motorbikes and have levers, but they only go out on nice, warm, sunny days. If it's a bit rainy or a bit cloudy or a bit cold, they don't bother. They only go out when it's nice. I think with Pogba, when the going gets tough and it's a gritty game and he's got to get really get involved and there's some crunch tackles yeah, that are needed yeah. and it's physical and maybe United go a goal down, very rarely have I seen him step up and be the main... Like he did it against Newcastle in, in yeah. the last game. It was amazing to see... But I sometimes feel like he can lose unless it's going his way. Mm, he yeah. finds it very hard to change the course of the game. And I think that for me, forget the flair, forget the goals, forget mm. the creativity. 
I want I want to see more of his inner Patrick Vieira in him, where he can mm. go right. We're one exactly down, or we're yeah. losing. He just got, he's got to take control of the game. Mm. Keep it simple. But I'm telling the truth right now. Fogba will never be Patrick Vieira. Oh no, no I don't I, care. I'm, I'm I'm not not say no, no, so, no. But then, then, then maybe that's... Pogba, Pogba is the problem in our team chemistry. This guy literally is making the room like an Instagram video. Like, like I don't care about your Instagram. Wait, what's, what's, what's the issue with Instagram? So, so a guy can't use Instagram. So, yeah, so a guy comes to his Instagram. Feel, I feel he feels very strongly about that. Eunice. Man, leave Eunice, this Pogba alone, man. Thank you much. <laughs> you know what, like, it's one of those things. I don't have an issue with any of the Instagram stuff. I think that's fine. And, that's the world and, and I don't ever think yeah. he's going to be Patrick Vieira. I actually think, though, that maybe that's the issue. Maybe a lot of us think he's going to grab the game by the scruff of the neck. Maybe we're looking at a flair player that needs those men behind him and he just doesn't have them. Yeah, but this, but this is the thing. How many players can you sign to, to bring the best out of one man? You know, we've had all this. Oh, he needs this person next to him, so they signed Matic. Oh, they need this person next I to him. I never so said they signed... that. They need no, Matic. No, I never no, said you that. never said that. But that's what a lot of people say. He needs this person, so they signed Fred. They needs this person. So, how many people no, can no, you no, sign? I, I agree with you. I think that's where he needs to be. better. it's an interesting one because uh, look, people were, were playing three men in midfield or mm. five man midfields, even when four four two was fashionable. Yeah. And I remember, you know, Scholes and and I remember Scholes and Keane. I remember. Uh, Petit and Vieira yeah. as an example dominating against three men midfields they didn't need a third yeah. person in there they, they did it they did. They didn't do everything but between the two of them they had muscle yeah. they had grit they had passing and creativity and I look at Paul Pogba and I think you've got you've got to add more it's to your game and sometimes with Pogba it isn't that he can't do that stuff that I'm talking about he sometimes tries to do too much so he'll get the ball in midfield he'll drop a shoulder and he'll mm. beat a man and then it's like it's almost like he tries to take somebody else on it he tries to do too much and he loses possession mm. oh, no, like, but, 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 but see, move the ball quicker that's why there are different roles to, to midfield the role that he's been asked to, to do he doesn't think that way whereas like a Verratti or a Chavi is thinking pass first Pogba is thinking okay what kind of skill can I do first hence why Pogba is a, is a free roaming midfielder yeah. who you can say Pop off wherever you want, but, but as far as he comes, he, he needs to be disciplined enough to know where to pop up and and when to do these things. But no, but the issue is that United do not have a controller, so he has to take up on the mantle himself. But a controller mm. has a particular discipline it's to pass first. Yeah. It's why if I was Man United for the last three years, I'd have broke the bank to sign Verratti. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, because I think if you had a midfield three of Matic, Verratti, and Pogba, it changes yeah, the whole team. Yeah. yeah, because as you say, what that person does, we, we need that. We need a Paul Scholes. Yeah, yeah. And we just haven't had that. Matic can do your dirty work mm. and you're breaking up a play. Does, I think he does a good enough job mm. of doing that. He, he's not a controller. That's it. Give, give Paul Scholes a call. See if it could come out of time. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you all tuning in uh, to the show as ever. Um, long show tonight, hour and a half. Normally hour and half. forty-five minutes, wow. but so an hour and a half tonight. Uh, still three this ones in England as it stands. We'll be back on Friday, not Friday, Saturday for Fan Park Live, mm. Man United versus Chelsea, plus other games that weekend. Smash that like button, whatever platform you're watching on. Take care, good day, good night, God bless. See you all again soon. Bye bye. Peace. Get all your football news as it breaks with Football Flash. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.